This week's episode of Choose Don't Excuse is sponsored by Muscle Donut. Muscle Donuts are gluten-free, baked, never fried, hand-dipped, and packed with 10 grams of protein. That's right, 10 grams of protein. We absolutely love them. In fact, it is one of Judy's absolutely favorite treats. If you enjoy living a healthy lifestyle, but donuts are your weakness, check out themusceldonut.com. Aloha, and welcome to another episode of Choose, Don't Excuse, where we explore the power of choice in every aspect of your life. I'm Jody, and I'm Judy, and we are enjoying a beautiful wintry, snowy mm-hmm. day. I mean, we got about two inches of snow last night, and the that. skies are blue, making for a gorgeous, gorgeous view from our kitchen window, and just really enjoying the first real snow of the season. <laughs> it's been kind of unusual. We had a crazy, crazy cold spell in October, and then nothing. <laughs> but rain <laughs> rain and i don't know just miserable miserable yeah, miserable but it's blue skies now gosh yeah it's gorgeous it out totally so. snowed last night what we probably got about a couple inches yeah so that's always nice yeah so jessica was dreading it and so was ashton because he had to get up early at 3 a.m to go you know shovel parking lots <laughs> yeah which is great he plows them and I don't know. I think that'd be fun, actually. Yeah, I think it'd be great getting in the truck with the big old sled in front of it and pushing snow around. I think it'd be a lot of fun. So. Right, right. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So so what are we going to talk about today? We've had a lot of thoughts kind of going in and out of our brain and a lot of discussions one-on-one the last couple of days. Really, you know, I'd say more than just a couple of days, last week, just yeah. because, you know, what's interesting is I think that as we're discovering ourselves or as we're going through challenges or anything like that, um, it just brings about more, um, well, growth, you know, growth and um, reflection. Contemplation, yeah. reflection, yeah. Inner, inner assessment, mm-hmm. right? Really taking a look at who you are as an individual because I know a lot of the experiences that we've had over the last four days have had made me really, really look at myself. In fact, I've talked, I talked about that on this week's episode of Father's Fire, where I've had to look at myself as well as look at my, our children and, and how I'm, you know, responding to them and trying to be the best dad possible. Right. And that all comes down to TBH. Like, to be honest, I love that. (laughs) TBH. I love that acronym. TBH, you'll see it like, you know, when you're either gramming or whatever, you know, texting people. And it's like that, to be honest, I know, I'll be be honest. (laughs) I know that um, when some people use it, they're just, you know, using it as like, like saying like. Right. You don't really like something. You're just using it as a term like this, like that. So, but when you look at TBH or to be honest, are you being honest with yourself? Um, I like that reflection that you talked about when, you know, you were thinking about father's fire, or you're thinking about with the kids and you had to really self-assess you and, you know, other than somebody else pointing it out or pointing out some things that we might need to be working on. I think it's really great 
when we actually discover it ourselves. Um, but just because then you know that you, one, are being true to yourself at that time. And I was listening to um, Eric Thomas's This is the Secret to Success podcast. And that's one that Jody and I really like um, a lot to listen to. But he was talking about in episode 207 about how he had to really be honest about why he was so angry in his life. And, you know, it, you know, you'll have to listen to the podcast so you get the full story. I don't want to do it. Um, I don't, I know I won't do it justice like he could, but, um, it's something that, you know, he had to deal with from his past and from his childhood. And that's, you know, it takes a lot, um, to really think about what you can do for yourself, um, and how you can better yourself. Cause a lot of times I think, and see, that's another term we say a lot of times. It's not a lot of times. I mean, I just use that as a phrase. That's what TBH is. Some people just <laughs> use it as a phrase. But when we look at ourselves and think, um, you know, how do we operate? How do we work? How do you figure out who you are? How do you figure out who you are and how you work and how you operate? It's just basically going through your own situations in your life and really assessing yourself and how you operate under that kind of pressure, operate under that kind of excitement, operate under that kind of whatever it might be. And then really looking at yourself. And I don't, I don't know, do we, do we look at ourselves? Do we think about, do we stop to think about who we really are? And that's the, to be honest with yourself. Here's what made me think about it the most. Autumn Calabrese, on, um, she's one of the master trainers and nutrition specialists with Beachbody. Um, and that's who I partner with. I partner with Beachbody. And she had said something um, in this meeting. She said, change the verbiage from I can't to I won't. And, I, and, and see if it doesn't change the perspective of what you are actually doing, like what your actions are. So for instance, um, with, you know, when I talk to people about their health, about their wellness, they might say to me, I've actually I get this a lot. I can't find the time to work out. I'm so busy in my day. I just can't find it. And when Autumn says change that verbiage to won't instead of can't. So instead you're saying, I won't find time to work out. I just won't. There's no time in the day. So you're really not willing to sacrifice some things um, in order to get your goal, get to your goals. That's what you're saying. And so granted, if you don't want to, right? I mean, that's, I think what I'm getting at is if you're wanting to change, you're going to have to change some things to make some changes. Okay. Yeah, and that's the real honesty with yourself, right? right? Because we often say, I can't do this, but the see, reality often say, see, those but the reality is the, <laughs> but the reality is is that we don't do it or we won't do it or we don't make time to do it when that's the true answer. It's not that you can't, it's that you're not setting aside and making time for what you profess to truly want to do. Right. So that's just it. It's like, if you want to make a change, then you have to be willing, not wanting. 
<laughs> I love that. Willing, not wanting. I think he just invented so, a new so word. Wanting, not wanting. <laughs> oh, there you go. Here, there, I invented a new word. That, that's awful. You want to do it. You have to be wanting, not wanting. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> it funny. <laughs> now Judy's amused with herself. I'm stuck, I'm stuck on wanting. <laughs> so I won't pro progress forward, right? And that's really what it comes down to. You said something a few minutes ago that made me think it's, I think a lot of times we actually need outside influences mm. or outside perspective to help us be steered towards those self-assessments that we need to make. For example, you know, in dealing with, you know, one of our children the last couple of days, you have been very direct in saying, well, Jody, maybe you need to, you know, change this about how you feel. You need to maybe change this and how you respond. And it wasn't like condemning and tearing me down. It was putting forth something that I needed to think about, that I needed to really look at myself internally and go, you know what? To be honest, I need to make some changes. While this kid needs to make some changes, I also need to make some changes to better love and serve and respond to that child when they're going through those challenging moments. Well, and, and think about it. It's like, you know, everybody, oh, see, again, a phrase I use too many times. I'm really more aware of that as I say the to be honest. I've been really more aware of going every time or everybody. It's like, that's an exaggeration completely. So let me change that. I think when we want to make changes, especially in a relationship, who do you have to work on? Like, who is it that you're going to work on? You. You, because you can't change the other person. You can't force them to change. You can only change yourself. And as you make your own changes, those other changes, I, I believe that the other person can see those changes in you and will want to make those changes. You know, there's a lot of dynamic in the relationships. I'm not going to, you know, delve into that. I mean, the other person has to want to change too and has to want to build that relationship and so on and so forth. There's a lot there that goes on. But the ultimately, the only thing that you can work on is yourself in that kind of relationship situation. And I want to step back to with what you were saying when I said to you, um, you know, you might want to look at this kind of thing in, in your life and maybe make these kind of changes, you know, as I obviously, you know, thank you for saying that I said it out of love and not condemning <laughs> because it's all in how you phrase it, friends. It no, really it is. makes a I mean, big difference. It's like, you know, when you're pointing a finger, you might as well point back at yourself at the same time. But if you're saying it in a sense of love and really wanting to serve and help, you're helping each other ultimately. But when I look at what the things that I talked to you about, there's two things that were huge in why I said those things. One, because I felt, um, I felt, what's the word, like directed by our heavenly father. I felt that those were the words he was using me as a mouthpiece and I needed to 
say those things. So I'm never going to deny if the Lord's guiding me and directing me, I'm not going to deny him. I'm going to say what I need to say. Whether that hurts someone feeling someone's feelings or what, I have to, you know, my 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 um I want to say duty or job or my calling here on earth and everybody's calling here on earth is to profess his word. Okay. So, I mean, whether you know it or not, or you're searching for yourself, that's up to you. And that's, that's on your own time or not your own time, but on your own will. Um, but that's mine. So for me, I want to profess his will. So he also, the Lord is also going to give me the right words to say too. So I believe that. And thankfully, you know, <laughs> I listened because you accepted that. Well, and, I, I, and I think you need to, I need to be humble enough to hear those words. And I think a lot of times our initial reaction and probably mine initially as well was to be offended. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of receiving it in the spirit in which it was given. And that is because you and I have built a foundation of trust and love that we can have those more honest and candid discussions with each other. And yes, sometimes we may get offended, but overall we recognize that we are trying to help each other. And that makes a big difference. Right. And, and that's what I was going to say with the second thing. So the one thing is that the words that I feel I was directed to say, but then two, it's also because I've had my own experience and because I'm coming from a place of not only love, but also experience because I have to make, I had to make changes myself. You knew that like, you know, and, and just the way I was communicating, it's more of like, look, I get it. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm right there. I feel it. I know it. I did it, but I, I had to, you know, X, Y, Z in order to get to where I'm at right now. And, and so that's all part of being honest with yourself. Um, you have to, yeah, listen to that inner voice. Inner voice. Oh, here's the funny part. Do you remember in Toy Story? Okay, Joey and I, like, I, I have to tell you this because this is so, I mean, it's, I, I want to say profound. How do you say profound in Toy Story That's 4? That's fine. It's profound in Toy Story There's Story. profound. There's profound, profound moments <laughs> in comedy and humor. Absolutely. And, right? It's like you can There's say that. things yeah. that need to be said that are funny in the moment, but they need to be said. So. Well, in this lessons learned in Toy Story 4, friends, you need to watch it. That's hilarious. I think it was so funny. But in Toy Story 4 that we just watched over the weekend, um, Woody kept saying... And if you don't know who any of these characters, well, you need to go watch it. I'm just <laughs> telling you. But I'm pretty sure you have. So in Toy Story 4, Woody says he's telling Buzz about the inner voice that he has. And he's looking at Buzz, and Buzz is looking at him like with a deer in the headlights look like, what are you talking about? What's the inner voice? You know? So for Woody, you know, he's talking about his conscience. He's talking about like, I've got to, what am I doing? What am I feeling? And he like this whole process in Toy Story 4 was finding himself. He, yes, he what he needed to find himself. Right. So he did and he found his purpose and all those kind of things and it's great, right? But I love how he said inner voice. Well, here's Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> and and this is this I'm going somewhere with this. So stay with me, okay? So Buzz 
he has recordings. So does Woody. He has recordings with his pull string, you know, his, right. his voice box, you know, his, his recordings there. But that's not what he's talking about. Buzz has recordings as he pushes buttons like uh, to infinity and beyond and whatever else. It it's says. a vision. Off we go. <laughs> yeah, things like that, right? And so he's thinking to himself, inner voice. Okay, inner voice, where are you? You know, and he clicks it. Put, you know, pushes the button and it says to infinity and beyond. Okay, we've got to go to infinity and beyond. You know, it's he's trying to figure out what his inner voice is. And those recordings actually, albeit funny and hilarious, like you're like, okay, you're just following like a sheep on this recording, listening to what it says. But hey, hey. Okay. It was exactly what he needed It's exactly to do. what he needed because... Those recordings are like, to me, affirmations that you might actually post up for yourself or um, things, phrases that people might have said to you or you have heard before. And those are also helpful in your life to help you move forward. Those affirmations, those, those can be your inner voices. I mean, I, I post up affirmations in my group all the time because I'm saying, hey, think about this this morning. And then when you're like going through the motions of the day and you're then all of a sudden you come across something that might trigger that affirmation, that's that inner voice or that remembering, you know, reminder, I guess I should say that yeah, I, recording. I love that one scene where he keeps hitting the same button <laughs> and he doesn't like the message. He keeps hitting it and it's basically the same message over and over and over. Oh, that's true. And, and I think that's oh, us, that's also, right? To be honest, a lot right? of times we we're message. getting the same message over and over and over and we need, it's prompting us to make changes, but we're resisting it. We're like, no, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. We keep fighting against the message, and finally we just go, ah, okay, I'll do it no matter what, right? And it's it's like that inner voice is going to tell you what is really right at the core for you at that moment. And it's leading you and taking you where you need to go if you will respond to it. Yes, right. That was a great conversation, I think, that you were having last night with with our daughter about, oh, yeah. like, about the whole fact of like, what, why is it that these things are happening or, um, and, and you're like, well, you know, God always guides us in a, in a direction that, you know, that we, we should be going. And she's like, well, of course, if God tells me to do something or if, if, you know, you as a parent or, you know, I'm going to follow that. And we're like, uh, uh no. <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell you the thing about what you've got. It's like, you've got your own mind as well. And you're going to test the waters. You're going to do something against what, you know, what has been asked of you, told of you, you know, told to you because you want to experience it too. So that's being honest with yourself as well. It's like, well, just own up to it. It's like, okay, well, I tested the waters and that didn't work out. And you did warn me. You did tell me. I didn't like the message. I kept trying to change it. And hmm. uh, yeah, you were right. <laughs> as <laughs> much know, as I hate to admit, you were right. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes it's not right. Sometimes right. the message is like, yeah, you were wrong. Look, I did. Yeah. Cause we have naysayers, right? When, especially in, in businesses that when you're an entrepreneur, like we are, 
and you're saying, hey, you know, somebody tells you, oh gosh, that's not going to work. Oh, you know, maybe go this route because this is safer. This is more, you know, whatever it might be. And you're thinking, no, I, I want to go and do this. Well, then you have to be honest with yourself and say, I can make this happen and I'm going to work on this or whatever the changes I need to make. And, and so, yeah, you can turn around like, hey, I did it because I worked hard at it. But you really have to be look and self-assess. Well, and the one thing that she really, that was really poignant was she said, look, Dad, if there was something really hurtful for me and you told me that, that I should not do this, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I just, I had to like literally verbally not have to laugh because all of a sudden this whole slew of thoughts had right. ran through my mind where she had went counter to what I had advised her or you had advised her. And I said, look, I go, it's just like when I was a kid, you know, my dad gave me certain counsels and directions and then soon as I was out of earshot of my dad and I was out on my own, I went against when he said what he said, but in the back of my mind, I could still hear my dad going, don't do this, son. Don't do this, son. And I was arrogant and you know, naive enough to go, you know what, I'm going to do it my own way. And it's just like, for example, you know, when I was a young man, speed limit signs had no warning for me. And thus, I got 15 tickets in one year. And, you know, I was fighting against what I was being told to do, and I reaped the consequences of it. Right. And it's interesting how many times, like, you got the tickets. It's like, okay, how much money do you need to spend? <laughs> you know what I mean? And Because right. that's the consequence, right? Or you get your license revoked. Did you ever get your license no, revoked? No, because I kept, I kept going to the judge and challenging it, and I figured out a system where oh my if I showed up at the courthouse, if the policeman didn't show up, they had to toss it out because there wasn't somebody to accuse you. So I actually ran a 50-50% of winning, right? And so... We don't advise this. No, we don't. And that's my (laughs) point is we, we are counseled and told and encouraged to do certain actions. And yet often our arrogance and our pride send us off on our, on this path that ultimately is going to hinder us. And, and I remember somebody telling me as I was getting more and more of these, she said, Jody, as much as you love people and you love kids, I can't believe you drive so crazy. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, it was really good. And it made me look inward. Mm. I mean, it really made me. There's that TBH. There's that TBH. I had to look at myself and my actions and go, wow, maybe I need to change. And, you know, it, it is really important that not only are we willing to listen to counsel, but more importantly, be willing to receive counsel. And unfortunately, a lot of times we have to go through fines and pain and struggles before we're humble enough to listen. Right. And well, and that's just part of the process of learning. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, you know, I want I want everybody to understand too. And, and I like this phrase. I don't know if it's a phrase, but I'm just saying, I mean, I've learned this, that even if you're thinking you're failing, you're not failing, you're learning. You're learning as you, you know, make changes. You're, you know, I know that 
obviously you didn't learn after the first, so, well, you, let's put it this way. You learned how to work the system, right? That's what you learned, but inevitably it will catch up to you. Ex exactly. You know how it caught up to him? I'll, I'll tell you guys, <laughs> this is how it caught up to him. He, he knows what I'm talking about. That's why he's laughing because it made me so freaking mad. <laughs> this is how human. This is how it caught up to him. When we, so all this driving fast was obviously, you know, I shouldn't say obviously because as an adult you can drive fast, but it was in his youth all the way up to adulthood and when we got married. And when we got married, I think you're still, yeah, you still had, you know, you're still driving fast, right? I was no. still driving, yeah, I was still driving fast. When we say fast, you know, above the speed limit type thing. And, and, and <laughs> let me put a little disclaimer. It's not like we're saying that we're angels right now and we never drive past the speed limit. We're just a little more um, strategic, strategic <laughs> selective, those things. So here's the thing. So when he was, when we got married and I put him on my auto insurance, we just had, you know, we had auto insurance and, and we used mine because I don't know what happened. Because you had a great it. agent, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. So then I'm looking and he, the agent's looking at it and says like, okay, no, this is now your new rate. And the rate was astronomical <laughs> for a newly married couple. I think we were, I don't even know. I want to say it was definitely in the hundreds. I thought they dropped us. Oh, <laughs> that, that's I what think they actually yeah, dropped us. It wasn't astronomical. It was, they dropped us. And that's what and it was. And you're like, why are they dropping me? I thought it was so expensive though. To be, it to was keep, expensive. To keep more to drop or something. But, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, that was it. It was more that they dropped us. Because so, you're like, they dropped us. Why? And I said, why did you drop? And they said, well, because your husband's record and, and so on and so forth. And I said, are you kidding? That's his record. It's not mine. He goes, well, when you get married, you now are one. And I thought, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that's when I said, you need to either change this or you're going to have to be working way much more, you know, to, to pay for this because this way too expensive and yeah that's what made me upset. and that's because an important lesson me. as well because oh yeah that's a lot of times we don't think that our actions are affecting other people yep. and here you know my years of driving like dukes of hazard wannabe you know had caught up to not only me but it had caught up to you unintentionally right and that's you know of course i and that's the same thing as what your friend was saying about, you know, as much as you love children and, and people, it's like, I'm, I'm surprised you drive so fast. It's like, as much as you care, it's like, you don't realize, and I'm not talking about you anymore, Jody. No. <laughs> but like how you can harm others by your actions. Yeah. And that, that requires, you know, an honest self-assessment. And I think all of us go through moments in our life where we have to step back, look at the situation we're in. We have to look at how we got here. And more importantly, we have to realize and own that moment and that past, but recognize that we have the power to make a new choice moving forward to build and create and discover a new destiny. Right. And that's the beauty of it all, right? I mean, when you're working towards um, bettering yourself or new goals or, you know, let's just talk about this 2020 I and mean, it's still January. So 
everybody, it's still January. You still can, you know, stick with your goals. You don't have to give them up because, I mean, February is around the corner. And, okay, if you didn't, like, stick with it, then you're a done deal. Just no, kidding. Get, get back on. I'm just Yeah, kidding. no, I know you are. <laughs> I'm just kidding because, really, don't wait for the end of the year or the beginning of the year to start anything um, new or different for yourself. Just assess yourself, you know, weekly, monthly, whatever, daily. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's just – work towards, um, why should we, that's a better question. I want to ask you that, Jody. Why should we work better? Why, why should we work to better ourselves? Well, here's, why the, do you think? here's the thing that I've been thinking about, and I'm going to answer this in an, in an indirect way. As you've been listening to this podcast, I am 100% confident that you have had little impressions of something in your life that you, if you are truly honest with yourself, need to change. I think there is an inner voice that is driving and calling you to become better than you are today. And when we heed that voice and when we are honest with ourselves about where we are and who we are, we can then have the courage and the determination to make those changes that perhaps we've been avoiding, neglecting, or hiding from. And ultimately, we have to be honest with ourselves so that we can evolve and become who we were meant to be. And I'm, Yeah, amen. <laughs> I, I believe... In addition to that, too, it's not something that just ends. Like you were saying, become no. or, you know, who we're meant to be. You're always becoming. Yes. You're always becoming. And because we come from divinity, we're always going to progress. Yeah. You, you just, there's no end to your progression. And so I, yeah, I don't even know what else to say to that. And, and good, and, good answer. And I think about <laughs> an, a conversation I had with my cousin's husband, Bill Conley, who once told me, he said, you know, if I had enough time, I could learn everything. And that has always resonated with me. It's like if you had enough time and you had the determination and the interest and the drive, even I could learn to become a great mathematician. But it would take a lot of work, and it would take humility on my part to go back and, and really be willing to learn those lessons. But you have within your capacity to continually grow and move forward. But until you make the choice, and until you make the self-assessment of where you are, and truly be honest where, where you are, you can't Take those baby steps on that trail to becoming elite, exceptional, great, epic, all those things that we're trying to become. I wanna I wanna visit what you just said because you said you if he had enough time he could learn everything. And but there's but things are always evolving and growing. Look at the internet. You know, it's always changing. So you there 
we have to not look at it, and I'm going to assume Bill was looking at it this way, that it's not finite. He wasn't yes. looking at it linear. He's saying that if I had enough time, which we will have enough time even when we're dead, to continue learning, because that's our belief, is that you continue and to continue to progress, that you're always going to be learning. And you're you learning everything means, I don't know, I think learning everything means you're continually learning. Yes. Learning. Yes. And that was his point. He's, you know, he was saying, I have within the capacity of myself to continually learn and grow and evolve if I'm willing to put in the effort to do that. Yes. And I have the mental capacities to do that. And I think a lot of times we hinder ourselves because we will not honestly look at ourselves and it's, it's not that we, I mean, we can digress, but I think a lot of times we stagnate because we're not willing to really honestly look at those things that we've been internally prompted to make those changes. And when we find, finally find the determination, the courage, and will the change, that's when we start to grow again and progress. It's that wanting not wanting. Not wanting. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, again, that verbiage. Um, I would say that when we, if we're saying I can't, and you really physically can't do something, that's going to be far and few between. That's really exceptional um, and occasional when you can't do something, honestly. I yeah. think so. I mean, like, uh, again, I'll use the same um same example of I can't find the time to work out there that example would say if you really can't it's because well let's just say you had to get up at 3 a.m. to get ready to go um, to the airport at 4 a.m. and you just went to bed at midnight so you really only had three hours of sleep so and then you have to fly all day for traveling and you get to your destination at midnight and then you have to get up at six you know I mean that and, and and it's not due to poor planning or anything. It has to do with the fact that that's the time constraint. You are actually at the will and the mercy of, um, you know, another situation like the airport and the airlines and, and so on and so forth. You may not be able to, quote unquote, work out as in your normal routine, but you can find other means like when you have a layover take a walk around the airport, you know, those kind of things, instead of sitting on your butt, um, you know, whatever on your computer, unless, unless then again, you may have to work between those layovers and all this. So that's what I'm trying to say is there are far and few, very far and few reasons, real good reasons for not being able to do something. And if you want a good example of this, go out on YouTube and look up Nick San. Tonastaso. Whoa, spell that. S-A-N-T-O-N-A-S-T-A-S-S-O. Just look, just, and to make it easy, just look up or search for the one-armed fitness guru. Oh. Okay? Yeah. And here is a gentleman that was born with heart hand disease. He's one of 12 people in the world. Eight of them have died from this disease. Oh. And basically, he has only one limb. He has one arm. And yet he is a fitness instructor. Nice. I mean, he has taken his ability 
-hmm. and his passion and drive and turned it into something that he loves despite his, quote, inability. Right. And I, I was watching an episode with him, and he was talking about when he was in high school, he decided to wrestle. And he lost every single match, obviously because of his you know, physical body limitations. But he was determined to be on that mat. He was determined to put forth his best. He was determined to use his abilities to bring out the greatness within himself. And yet, often we say, I can't. Wow. Wow. Okay. There's something there that you said that he was on the mat. His goal, his intention for being on the mat had nothing to do about always winning, but just being on the mat and doing it. And being able to fulfill whatever, I mean. I, I inner know. desire, inner passion, inner right. drive that he was aspiring to and continues to aspire to. Right. And maybe, yeah, I just, it's, that's, I think that's also holding us back. That, that, the fact that, well, what if we don't succeed? That's the, that's what fear is. Fear is when you think it's not going to work out the way you want it to work out. Instead of going into something intentionally thinking, hey, what am I going to learn from this during this process? We go into it thinking, I've got to win. I've got to gain, you know, whatever prestige. I've got to make sure I succeed in it. When you don't, when you're not thinking about that, the success is actually the process of what you're doing. And now, it's not a bad idea to have a goal of like, you know, I want to win. I want to, you know, hit this mark. I want to hit my my goals. I mean, we have milestones for ourselves in our business. We, we want to hit those. Those are great to aim for. But don't forget about the process, the journey towards that target. Because that's, that's more valuable to you than the actual win. Boom. <laughs> Straight up, boom. Yay! We got it, guys! Now let's get after it. Hey, this is what we've got for you. We want to let you know we are putting the finishing touches on our 2020 Vision Workshop. And we would love to give it to you guys and yep. work on it. I mean, we are talking about giving it to you free. For free. Free. We want you to experience this. We want to share this with you. We want your feedback on it. So please reach out. We've, we've got 20, well, 20 days, 20, 20 days. focused days mm -hmm. of helping you find and giving you tools to capture your vision for 2020. And learning to self-assess and be honest with yourself. If you talk about, hey, I don't have time, I can't make time for something else in my life, ask yourself why you won't. Because it's not that you can't, you won't. And if you want to improve yourself, then you have to make time. So this is the time, folks. This is the time, friends, to be able to achieve or be able to um, reach your potential. And you may not know what that will be what that is so do this 2020 workshop that we're giving to you for free, free. 
<laughs> and so you need to DM us. Yep. Send us a direct message or send us an email at choosedonexcuse at gmail.com. And when are we going to officially launch? We are two weeks out from February. So the first Monday in February is February 3rd. Do it. So it's two weeks away. Yep. That gives us some time to put the finishing, polishing things on it. We're going to get a Facebook group on. It's going to be called the 2020 Vision Workshop. We will have you join the 2020 Vision Workshop. And every single day, Judy and I are going to give you a video message of inspiration and motivation. And we're going to give you a daily assignment to help you capture that 2020 vision. You're getting a lot of tools for free. free. Why? Because we want your feedback on it. We want to know how we can improve ourselves. And we want you to be honest. That's right. <laughs> so let's be honest with ourselves. Make sure that you DM us, send us an email, and we will get you an invite sent out to be part of this group. Because we are still, even two weeks into 2020, it'll be four weeks into 2020, we're going to make it a phenomenal year Focus with vision and passion and drive to make it happen. Awesome. Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Please go out there and subscribe. Share our podcast with other people. And while you're out there subscribing, it would be really awesome if you could give us a thumbs up and comment. We really, really appreciate it. So, as always, guys, thank you for joining us. And mahalo. Mahalo.